Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled The Genealogies and Dwelling Places of the Sons of Aaron and Levi. It shall be focused on the study of First Chronicles chapter 6. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. May you speak to us today and impart of us what you'd want us to learn. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to First Chronicles chapter 6. Chapter 6 The Sons of Levi Gershon, Kohath, and Merari and the sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, and Hebron, and Uzziel, and the children of Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam. The sons also of Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Eleazar begat Phinehas, Phinehas begat Abishua, and Abishua begat Bakai, and Bakai begat Uzai, and Uzai begat Zerahiah, and Zerahiah begat Meraoth. Meraoth begat Amariah, and Amariah begat Ahitab, and Ahitab begat Zadok, and Zadok begat Ahimeaz, and Ahimeaz begat Azariah, and Azariah begat Johanan, and Johanan begat Azariah. He it is that executed the priest's office in the temple that Solomon built in Jerusalem. And Azariah begat Amariah, and Amariah begat Ahitab, and Ahitab begat Zadok, and Zadok begat Shalom, and Shalom begat Hilkiah, and Hilkiah begat Azariah, and Azariah begat Sareah, and Sareah begat Jehozadak. And Jehozadak went into captivity when the Lord carried away Judah and Jerusalem by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. The sons of Levi, Gershom, Kohath, and Merari, and these be the names of the sons of Gershom, Libni, and Shimei, and the sons of Kohath were Amram, and Izhar, and Hebron, and Uzziel. The sons of Merari, Malai, and Mushai. And these are the families of the Levites according to their fathers. Of Gershom, Libni, his son, Jahath, his son, Zimah, his son, Joah, his son, Ido, his son, Zerah, his son, Jeatari, his son. The sons of Kohath, Aminadab his son, Korah his son, Asa his son, Elkanah his son, and Abiasaph his son, and Asa his son, Tehath his son, Uriel his son, Uzziah his son, and Shaul his son. And the sons of Elkanah, Amasai and Ahimoth. As for Elkanah, the sons of Elkanah, Sophi his son, and Nahath his son, Eliab his son, Jeroham his son, Elkanah his son. And the sons of Samuel, the firstborn, Vashni, and Abiah. The sons of Merari, Malai, Libni his son, Shimei his son, Uzzah his son, Shimeah his son, Haggai his son, Isaiah his son. 
And these are they whom David set over the service of song in the house of the Lord. After that, the ark had rest. And they ministered before the dwelling place of the tabernacle of the congregation with singing, until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. And then they waited on their office according to their order. And these are they that waited with their children. Of the sons of the Kohathites, Heman, a singer, the son of Joel, the son of Shemuel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Eliel, the son of Toah, the son of Zaph, the son of Elkanah, the son of Mahath, the son of Amasai, the son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah, the son of Tehath, the son of Asher, the son of Abiasaph, the son of Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and his brother Asaph, who stood on his right hand, even Asaph, the son of Berechiah, the son of Shimea, the son of Michael, the son of Baaseah, the son of Malchiah, the son of Ethni, the son of Zerah, the son of Adaiah, the son of Ethan, the son of Zimmah, the son of Shimei, the son of Jahath, the son of Gershom, the son of Levi. And their brethren, the sons of Merari, stood on the left hand, Ethan the son of Kishai, the son of Abdi, the son of Maluk, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Amaziah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Amzai, the son of Bani, the son of Shema, the son of Malai, the son of Mushai, the son of Merari, the son of Levi. Their brethren, also the Levites, were appointed unto all manner of service of the tabernacle of the house of God. But Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of the burnt offering and on the altar of incense and were appointed for all the work of the place most holy and to make an atonement for Israel according to all that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. And these are the sons of Aaron, Eleazar, his son, Phinehas, his son, Abishua, his son, Buckeye, his son, Azai, his son, Zerahiah, his son, Moraoth, his son, Amariah, his son, Ahitab, his son, Zadok, his son, Ahimeaz, his son. Now these are their dwelling places throughout their castles in their coasts, of the sons of Aaron, of the families of the Kohathites. For theirs was the lot, and they gave them Hebron in the land of Judah, and the suburbs thereof round about it. But the fields of the city and the villages thereof they gave to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and to the sons of Aaron they gave the cities of Judah, namely Hebron, the city of refuge, and Libna with her suburbs, and Jatta, and Eshtemoah with their suburbs, and Hylan with her suburbs, Deba with her suburbs, and Ashan with her suburbs, and Beth Shemesh with her suburbs, and out of the tribe of Benjamin, Geba with her suburbs, and Alameth with her suburbs, and Anathoth with her suburbs. All their cities throughout their families were thirteen cities. And unto the sons of Kohath, which were left of the family of that tribe, were cities given out of the half-tribe, namely, out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, by Lot, ten cities. And to the sons of Gershom throughout their families, out of the tribe of Issachar, and out of the tribe of Asher, and out of the tribe of Naphtali, and out of the tribe of Manasseh in Bashan, thirteen cities. Unto the sons of Merari were given by Lot throughout their families, out of the tribe of Reuben, and out of the tribe of Gad, and out of the tribe of Zebulun, twelve cities. 
And the children of Israel gave to the Levites these cities with their suburbs. And they gave by lot out of the tribe of the children of Judah, and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon, and out of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, these cities, which are called by their names. And the residue of the families of the sons of Kohath had cities of their coasts out of the tribe of Ephraim. And they gave unto them of the cities of refuge Shechem in Mount Ephraim with her suburbs. They gave also Giza with her suburbs, and Jokmium with her suburbs, and Beth Horon with her suburbs, and Ajalon with her suburbs, and Gathrimon with her suburbs. And out of the half tribe of Manasseh, Ana with her suburbs, and Biliam with her suburbs, for the family of the remnant of the sons of Kohath. Unto the sons of Gershom were given out of the family of the half tribe of Manasseh, Golan in Bashan with her suburbs, and Ashtaroth with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Issachar, Kedish with her suburbs, Dabarath with her suburbs, and Ramoth with her suburbs, and Anam with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Asher, Mashal with her suburbs, and Abdon with her suburbs, and Hukok with her suburbs, and Rehob with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Naphtali, Kedish in Galilee with her suburbs, and Haman with her suburbs, and Kirjathaim with her suburbs. Unto the rest of the children of Merari were given out of the tribe of Zebulun, Rimmon with her suburbs, Tabor with her suburbs. And on the other side, Jordan by Jericho, on the east side of Jordan, were given them out of the tribe of Reuben, Beza in the wilderness with her suburbs, and Jaza with her suburbs, Kedemoth also with her suburbs, and Mephaath with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with her suburbs, and Mahanaim with her suburbs, and Heshbon with her suburbs, and Jazer with her suburbs. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Revelation Chapter 4, Part 2. This was preached in 1961 on January the 1st. We'll begin at paragraph 114. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Here's some time ago, down the slavery time, I'll say this on behalf of my colored friends that's here this morning. There's an old colored man, and he was uh, went over to a little place he used to, and he used to do this down in Kentucky, have same maybe Mama Cox and them can remember when he used to go and have singings, you know, go out to the houses and they'd play an organ, the young folks and all sing. You stood up here at Utica and around in the country places now they got a quarter of whiskey out somewhere in a rock and roll party, but then they sang hymns. One of these old hymn singings, this old colored brother got saved, and the Lord called him to preach, and the next day he went around telling the slaves on the plantation, he said, The Lord saved me last night and called me to preach to my brethren. And finally got back to the owner of the ranch, or the owner of the plantation. He called him in and said, Sambo, I want you to come in here. He said, Come up my office. He said, Yes, sir. Walked up the office. He said, What's this I hear you're scattered amongst the slaves? Amongst them fellows out there, my hands, my slaves, that the Lord made you free. He said, Yes, sir. He said, Boss, I'm your slave. He said, I was bought with your money. But, he said, but the way that God made me free last night, Jesus made me free from a life of sin and shame and a life of death. He made me free. He said, Sambo, do you really mean that? He said, I mean it. 
He said, I heard him say that you was going to start preaching around here to your, your people on the plantations and things. He said, yes, sir. So that's what I aim to do is preach this gospel to my people. He said, you really mean it, Sam Boy? He said, I really mean it. He said, come go with me down to the, to the court. I'm going to also give you your freedom. You're free from me and you're free from any more slave. I bought you, you're mine, and I'm setting you free so that you can preach the gospel to your people. He went out and signed the emancipation of the proclamation and he was set free. He could no more be sold as a slave. He was a free man to preach the gospel. He preached among his brethren for years. Many white people was converted under his ministry. One day the old fellow come down to die. He'd preached for 30 or 40 years or more. And when he come down to die, he was laying in the room. And many of his white brethren gathered around in the room. And they thought he was gone for about two or three hours. Then when he finally woke up and looked around the room, he said, Where was you, Sambo? He said, Oh, is I back here again? Is I back again? He said, What's the matter, Sambo? He said, Oh, I crossed over into the other land. He said, Tell us about it. He said, Well... I just come in to his presence. And said, when I stood there, he said, there was an angel walked up, said, is your name Sambo so-and-so? He said, yes, it is. He said, come in. Walked inside. I looked at him sitting there. He said, Sambo, come here now. If you've seen him, I want you to come out here. We want to give you your robe. We want to give you your heart. We want to give you your crown. Sambo said, don't talk to me about harps, crowns, and robes. He said, but you want a reward. We want to give you your reward. So don't talk about me about rewards. He said, just let me stand and look at him for a thousand years. That'll be my reward. I think that's about the way we'd all feel. Just let me stand and look at him. Oh, I'll have to have a different body than I got now. Every fiber of your being just to look at him. There John stood and seen him sitting on the throne and he was to look like jasper and sardine stone. Now all things and every word has a meaning in the Bible. Now jasper and sardine stone. Now if you'll notice it compares with the rest of Scripture. In the back parts of Scripture he was Alpha Omega. He was beginning and the ending. He was the first and the last. He was Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He was all in all was bundled in him. Matthew 17 shows that up in the Mount Transfiguration, it was all gathered in him. Now, Jasper was a, was a stone and Sarding was a stone. Now, we'll get to their colors after a bit. Now, I want you to notice that each one of the patriarchs, when they were born, yet every person has a birthstone. Mine, I was born in April, diamond. And different months represents different stones. Well, the patriarchs was the same. Every time that a patriarch, when he was born, he had a birthstone. And just to stop right here just a moment. When them Hebrew mothers, let me show you a divine word, friends. So that your faith will be built certain in the word of God. Every time them Hebrew mothers, when they were in labor, giving labor pains to born birth these children... The very words that she uttered in her birth give the man, the baby that was born of her, his name and positionally placed him in Palestine where he'll be at the coming of the Lord. Amen. The labor pains in this mother. Like Ephraim means by the sea. See? 
And Ephraim was given his lot by the sea. And say Judah. I meant, I don't know what the word means, but I could pick it out. Now see, that's where I don't have time. These short things to pick those things up. But then go back and Judah, wherever Judah means, means his position placed among the children of Israel. And take a Genesis 48 and 49. You'll find out there that Jacob, when he was dying, leaning on his staff, blinded, he positionally told those children where they would be at the end of the world. Amen. And they're positionally set right there now since he went back to the homeland. Oh, hallelujah. Told Joseph, thou art a fruitful vine by the wall. See, by the well, the water. He went over. He said, you've trusted in the Lord God. You made your, your bow strong in the United States, see, in the Lord. But someday that vine was coming back over the wall. And there she is, right there now. Just exactly what he said pretty near 3,000 years ago. Turning right back. Told Ephraim he had dipped his feet in oil and Ephraim settled right there where the big oil wells are. Just exactly. The utterance of those people. What was on those mortals? God. Amen. Taking their fibers and moving in them. Looked like when the Roman Empire scattered them, when others scattered them, when they was hated by Hitler, tens of thousands, times thousands, shot bubbles in their veins, and they died. You could see their bodies hanging on fences with their babies and everything else, and bones and tucked and made fertilized out of their bones. Just take them out there and give them a shot. Put them in a wagon. They get out, time to get out the end of their start. They sing, the Messiah will come and we'll drink the blood of the grape again. When they went down dying, them Jews walking out there going, a few more beats and their heart would be gone. And down they go singing, we will see the Messiah coming. Oh my. Making fertilizer out of their bones. A lot of you soldiers in here know that and seen it. I stood on the grounds where they burn them and everything else. There, Hitler and them. And look up at Stalin and Russia and all of them done the same thing. That's right. But that Jew, what was the matter? He was forced back to his homeland. Amen. There's where they're standing. I got that great film three minutes before midnight. One of them Jews come in and just asked him, said, why are you coming back for? To die in the homeland? He said, we've come to see the Messiah. Amen. <laughs> we're at the end nine. Each one of those children, when they were born, they had a birthstone. And when Aaron, the high priest over each one of those children, had a breastplate on him, his dress, that's what I want to hold off just a little longer to get into this sixth verse because that brings in every symbol of the Old Testament right into there. Every, all the furniture and everything in the Old Testament was a pattern of that was seen in heaven. Patterned back to the human being. And here's Aaron's breastplate. He's the high priest. Notice the birthstone of each tribe was represented in there. One of Burstone put his stone in there. The tribe of Ephraim, the tribe of Manassas, the tribe of Gad, the tribe of Benjamin, all was represented in here. And that's how then they take those Burstones and pretty gems and hang it on the post like this. And if a prophet prophesied, and if it's so right or not, they take him down to this year and thunder him and let him tell his prophecy. If there's a sacred light, come on there and begin to flash these stones together. It was God speaking back. It's for the whole tribe. All of them. Every tribe. Now, on these, the first stone, the first, how many knows who the first child was? What was his name? Reuben. 
All right. Who was the last one? Benjamin. That's right. The birthstone of Reuben was Jasper. The birthstone of Benjamin was Sardin. He was to look upon as Reuben and Benjamin. The first and the last. He that was, which is, and shall come. He was Alpha, A, in the Greek alphabet. Omega, Z, in the Greek alphabet. He was the first, the last. He was from Benjamin to Reuben, from Reuben to Benjamin. There he was. Look upon as Sardis stone and as Jasper stone. He was sitting on this stone. How would you all like to see him sitting up on his glory? Let's turn over to Revelation 21.10 right quick. And just take a look at him here. All right. 21 and 10 to 11. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God. Having the glory of God. And her lights was likened to the stone most precious. Even like Jasper's clear as crystal. Amen. Her light. The light. Who is the light? And the city had no need of the sun. Because the Lamb is the light thereof. Jasper. Sardis stone. The glory of God is Jesus Christ. The glory of Jesus Christ is His church. And He was the first. What was He? He was the beginning of time. He is the ending of time. He was the first of the patriarchs. He is the last of the patriarchs. He was the church that was in the... He was the the spirit that was in the church of Ephesus. He is the spirit of the church in Laodicea. He is the first and the last... A to Z, the first, last, he that was and shall come, root and offspring of David, the morning star, the lily of valley, the rose of Sharon, all his 400 and something titles in the Bible pertains to him. Just think of it, what he was. And yet he was the lowly Lord Jesus that was born in a manger <laughs> to the praises of God. Anything that's humble, watch it, because that's right. Anything that's big is a stuffed shirt, so don't pay no attention to it. See? It's a lot of wind. No, nothing to it. All right. Now, he was looked upon as Jasper and Sardis stone. Let's turn back. Have you, we got a little time, haven't we? Amen. We got about 40 minutes yet. Let's notice. Let's turn back to Ezekiel 1. Go back in the Bible, to the Old Testament, onto Ezekiel. And let's read here where Ezekiel saw him too. And compare these scriptures now and see where we're at. Ezekiel, the first chapter. All right, now let's read for a moment. I'm going to read the first five verses, and then we're going to read. I've got marked out here from 26 to 28, but let's read the first verses. Now, the first chapter of Ezekiel, the prophet. All right, and it came to pass in the 30th year, and in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, I was among the captives, uh, among the captives... By the river of Chebar, is that right? Chebar, C-H-E-B-B-R, Chebar. And the heavens were open, and I saw a vision of God. And in, now watch, in the fifth day of the month, which is the month that King Jehoiakim was captive, the word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel, 
the priest, the son of Buzzat, in the land of Chaldeans, by the river of Chebar, and the hand of the Lord was upon him, and I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north. What's this prophet here 595 years before the coming of Christ? See how his vision compares with John. A whirlwind came out of the north. A great cloud of fire unfolding itself. And the brightness was about it. And out of the midst thereof was a color of amber out of the midst of the fire. Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had a likeness of man. Notice the color of the Spirit of God, which was above the likeness of these four creatures, was amber. Amber is yellowish green. Now watch. Yellowish green. Amber. Oh, he's the same yesterday. He revealed himself to Ezekiel. In the midst of Ezekiel's vision, this light that he saw coming above the four living creatures was yellowish green. When he come to John, he appeared in the emerald, which is also yellowish green. He comes down to the revelator in yellowish green. He comes to us in yellowish green. The light. Walk in the light. He is the light. Let's go to the 26th verse now so we can read to the 28th. The 26th verse. And above the... Oh, when you get home, I want you to mark that and read every bit of it. Save time. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of stone as the appearance of sardin stone. And upon... The likeness of the throne was the likeness of the appearance of a man above it. That was the Son of Man, see Christ. Now watch how he was how he was arrayed here. And I saw as the colors of amber, watch, around this Son of Man, as the appearance of a fire around about within it, uh, about within in it, from the appearance of his Loins, listen, be spiritual, be understanding, and in your own heart, your idea in Jesus' name, keep this to yourself. But just remember how blissful. Us, let's start again in the 27th verse. Listen, everyone, be real understanding now. And I saw as a color of amber, that's yellowish green. As the appearance of fire around about it. Fire around the amber screen. Now, from the appearance of his loins even upward, from his loins upward, and from the appearance of his loins downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire. And... It had the brightness around about, fire all around, as the appearance of a bowl, and in the color, in the days of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness around about. 
This was the appearance and the likeness and the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face and I heard a voice of one that spake. Watch. Are you ready? Listen. Keep this now. Just remember. To let you know. Gene, you can hold this tape. Listen. No, I don't have to hold it there. That's all I mean is keep the tape for a minute. Just to the church. Notice this. Now that you might know that the color of the light that's with the Lord and the Lord's light that follows the Lord and is, is the Lord is amber. Yellowish green. That's the same color of the light that's with us today. As the scientist has took its picture. Yellowish green. Amber. When a little boy, and I've seen it for my first time, you remember the old timers here? I always told you before the actual picture was taken, it was yellowish green, which is amber. Now, to let you know that the Spirit of the Lord, He said when He seen it from the loins of the living creature that stood in His presence, from His loins upward was like fire, a light. From His loins downward was covered with light. And all around was many colors like unto a rainbow. Is that right? I want you to remember, God still exists in the same colors. From the lines, upward, fire, amber, color shot with a movie camera or with a color camera. Amber from the lines up, from the lines down, all around. Many colors like is in the rainbow in the sky after a rain. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Holy Spirit still in His power, still in His church in this last days. There you are. Not me. I was just standing there. But it was a picture that was taken. I want you to look at that. Just exactly what Ezekiel saw. Same colors the same way and acted the same way and Flush the same way of the living creatures. What is it the living creatures represents? The living church. The church that's living by the power and the resurrection of Christ from same amber colors has covered from loins upward from loins downward. There's no more guessing. Science has tucked the pictures. Look at the colors. Just look at the colors of fire in there. See? The rainbow. Look at this yellowish emerald color. Now, on this camera, there's just a straight photographer's camera. On this camera was color, colored pictures, chrotochrome color. Look at the emerald colors in there. If I could get it over a light somewhere where you can see it in the back. Can you see now? Like them to a rainbow. Look at the streets coming back and forth like the rainbow. Every one a different color. We're going to get into that in a few minutes. What are those colors and what do they uh, reflect? Oh, it just makes my poor heart jump for joy and to know that in this day that we're living at Christ, when all other grounds is sinking, sands all other grounds, I think, why can't I tell that? Why can't I make the world see it? 
The world wasn't meant to see it. The world won't see it. They never will see it. But the church is receiving the mighty shaking it ever had. In them days, they couldn't have took a picture of it. They can now because they got the mechanical devices. The ones who are trying to take the mechanics to deny God comes right back around and proves there is a God. That's right. Ambrose, I remember I never made that up. I'm reading it to you right out of the Bible. Watch as I read and look and behold that it is the same Lord God. There's no difference. Watch the 27th verse. And I saw the color of amber as in the appearance of fire. See, like blazes licking. See? Amber colors coming from a fire. You see it now? Amber. This is amber. Colors coming from a fire. Down here it says, And the appearance like a bow or a rainbow in the days after a rain. Rainbow. In the days after a rain. And there was a, a living creature. What John represented the entire church was taken up, I told you. One person here in a vision can represent the entire body of Christ. Colored. Now watch. And I saw the color of amber as the appearance of fire about with it. And the appearance from the appearance of his loins even upward. And from the appearance of his loins even downward. I saw as it were the appearance of fire. Watch, look at the fire spring. Out of what? The rainbow. The seven colors. Now watch, there's exactly seven colors there. And the rainbow has seven colors. I saw as it were the appearance of fire and it had the brightness around about. As the appearance of a bowl that is in the clouds in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness around about. Round about the throne of God. See? This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. Not the Lord. Now the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord covering over His church because He is in His church. Amen. Oh, it sounds foolish to the unwise. But how great it is to those who believe. This was the appearance and likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice speak. Now he goes ahead and tells what the vision meant, which we not have time to get into this morning. Now, notice how the Lord in His great mercy give us these things. Now, let's take another. Both Ezekiel and John saw him in the mystery of his colors and light and called it an amber color. John later, you that put your, putting down the scriptures, 1 John 1, 5 to 7. John later, as on the Isle of Patmos about three years when he wrote the book, when he come back an old man in his 90s, in 1 John 1, 5 and 7, he said, God is light. Amen. John had an experience. Amen. He had seen him and he knew that he was light, light, eternal light. Not cosmic light, not lamp light, electric light, sunlight, but eternal light. Amen. Oh, how I love him. 
God is light. Notice, we're going to start back now and see where we're at on the third verse yet, aren't we? Are we going to get it? I hope. All right. He was to look up on as Jasper and Sardis stone, and there was a rainbow about the throne in the sight like unto an emerald. Yellowish green. Now, rainbow. You notice there's a rainbow. Let's go back in Genesis 9 and find out in Genesis 9, 13. And we'll find back here the rainbow. When a rainbow first appeared. Genesis, the ninth chapter. And we will begin at the 13th verse. Genesis 9, 13. Oh, you like this? Amen. Oh, I love it. I just don't like it. I love it. Amen. Look. I do set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be for a token, watch, token of a covenant betwixt me and the earth. What? Betwixt me and Noah? No, betwixt me and the earth. And it shall come to pass, when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which, which is betwixt me and you. Now I come back to his covenant betwixt them, but the rainbow covenant. See, the covenant was life for Noah that he spared him, but the covenant that God made with himself was a rainbow. That he would not. Now, I'll show you what Noah's covenant was with God in a minute. But this year was God's own covenant with himself. Amen. A rainbow. Now, we find out that a covenant then is a talking, a token. God said it was a token here, didn't he? Amen. See? I set my, I do set my bow in the clouds. That's after the destruction of the world. Destroyeth water, all flesh besides Noah was destroyed. And it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Not me and the world. The world's a cosmos. See? But this is between me and the earth. God said, I made that earth and I so evilly treated it that I just turned it upside down and flashed it to pieces and, and I, I, I oughtn't to have done it maybe. He said, I, I'm even sorry. It's such a horrible thing. What do you think it'll be when he comes in his anger now? Amen. Be right, sinner friend. Oh, be watching and waiting. That sight to behold. He's coming again. You believe that? Amen. He's coming again. I love that, don't you? Amen. Oh, would you be numbered as one of his foal? I wouldn't want to be that, would you? No, sir. Uh, be a full against, uh, be a full for him. Be with him and be fine. But against him, be spotless within. Be watching and waiting that sight to behold. He's coming again. Mm. Now, a covenant, a token of what? A token of what? Of a sacrifice that has been accepted. Now, get Genesis eight twenty and twenty two. Now, Genesis 8, 20 and 22. All right? Right across the page it is. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings 
on the altar, and the Lord smelt a sweet Savior, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground, curse the ground any more for a man's sake, for the imagination of his heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything liveth as I have done. And I read the last verse. And while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. A covenant, same thing that John saw. Jesus, God's accepted covenant, surrounding the heavens and around about him was a rainbow around about the throne in the sight like an emerald, amberish. Green light around the throne. Praise be to God. Watch. Noah's composed of primarily Noah's rainbow, composed primarily of seven colors. Anybody knows the rainbow's got seven colors. Now, what are the colors? Red, orange, violet. Red, red, orange, green, blue, indigo, and violet. That's the colors of the rainbow. Now we got a deep thing here, and I'm just going to have to hit the high spots of it because it's getting too late. Now remember, orange, a red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Now, if you notice, seven, watch, seven rainbows. Seven colors, I mean seven colored rainbow, that meant seven bows. Seven bows, seven churches, Amen. reflecting seven lights. Amen. Each light wrapped into the other one. Amen. It started off with red. Red after red come orange, which is a reflection of red. After orange with after after orange come yellow, which is red and orange mixed together, makes yellow, then green. Green and blue makes black. Then come indigo. And then from indigo come violet, which is part of blue. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't you see? God in His seven-colored rainbow, His covenant. That He made a covenant that through seven church ages of seven colors, He would save the earth. What would he do? Remember, he made it with the earth. His color. But now watch. This rainbow only horizontally just covers in a bowl one half the earth. That's all Noah's rainbow colored. Just covered just half the earth is in an arch. That's all you can see. But when John saw him in his angel color, he surrounded the Whole throne of God. The half has never yet been told. Amen. Covered, he just, the earth just makes an arch. It's just a half of it. That's the church ages. But when John saw him in this amber color, the amber color, he surrounded and covered around like a halo. Amen. A halo. A halo of amber colored shrouded in See? One color, one God over all, through all, and in all. Amen. 
there is seven church ages. Amen. Watch a great diamond. Used to find him, you can find him in Africa laying on the streets. You're daring to keep one because it isn't cut. If you got one that isn't cut, they'll penitentiary for it right now and give you a lifetime sentence for keeping it. You've got to turn it in as soon as you find it. Now they take this diamond. Oh, it's a hard thing. I've seen a big 40-ton grinder standing up like this. They pour, pour that blue stone in there, grind it around it, mashes that rock into just like ashes. But it won't mash the diamond. That 40-ton hanging on a swivel up here, rolling around that big cogs like that, just crushing that rock to pieces, but a diamond will go right through it. It'll move that 40-ton casting. Amen. <laughs> when it crushes out and comes down through a sifter, sifts down to other sifters, washes down, and then finally goes down a long runway. The manager of that great Kimberly Diamond Mines is one of my ushers down there in the line. Real humble, sweet brother. And then for about three feet over that water where it flows, it's, it's cosmoline put on there. You know what? Um, what does you call this stuff? The media water is that we got in the jar in the cabinet in there. Vaseline. And um, we uh, put that uh, uh, Vaseline about an uh, inch deep. Way up here on the slide it comes down. And notice, every time that that rock comes over, it'll roll right off that Vaseline. But when a diamond comes over, it'll stick. A diamond's dry. <laughs> and it'll stick to that. I've seen them pick them up, even them little bitty ones, and separate them with eyeglasses. And I asked them what they're doing it for. I said they sell them to America for Victrola needles and things. They won't wear out, see. But those big diamonds, now there they are, just one big ball. But when they take them and take electrical machines and cut them and make a cut diamond, then when they cut it, it's to reflect the fiery colors of his carrot. And it'll reflect seven colors also. Amen. Oh, how that Jesus. Oh, you might have a lot of money. You might own a fleet of Cadillacs. You might be a pastor of some great big morgue or cathedral or something. You might be a bishop or an archbishop. But oh, brother, when you find that jewel, that diamond, a man sells all his wealth he's got, gives it away to everything else. Amen. Look at the sleeping virgin. Yeah. Oh, what did she do? She had to sell something in order to buy her all. What did she have to sell? Her old creeds and denominations and things. She sold out all she had yeah. in order to find Christ. Christ, that great jewel, Jesus, that body. Body, I have a ticket to go to heaven when the train comes by one of these dark mornings. Oh, what? Nothing, oh precious, is that flow that makes me mighty snow. No other fountain, no nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. No popularity, no big things, no nothing, no riches, no, no nothing. Just give me that precious flow, that's all. Amen. Nothing in my arms I bring simply to thy cross I cling. That great jewel, what was it? It was perfect. Is at the age of 33 and a half years old when God... Put it through the big bumping machine. <laughs> when he took it over there and began to shape it up, he cut it, he mashed it, he bruised it. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we were healed. What did God do to that perfect man? There's only one of them in the world. 
Only one in the world, and that was him. And God chiseled him off here. He was wounded for our transgressions. Because I was a sinner, he let the rainbow light of his seven church ages flash upon me to know that he was wounded for my transgressions. There's your seven colored rainbow. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace upon him with his stripes we were healed. God cut him and bruised him and mashed him and cut him that he might reflect to his dying wounds. Forgiveness of sin, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, meekness, gentleness, the seven spirits of God are the seven fruits of the Spirit that would reflect back in His people. He was bruised, shaped, and formed that the light of God shining through that one man's body might redeem the whole world. Why be lifted up from the earth? I'll draw all men unto me. Watch those rainbow colors as we reflect. But when John saw him here, what was it? The day of redeeming was over. It's all over. So he's seen him back in his original condition, an amber color. Not only just half the world, you can only the sun only shines on half the world at a time. See, as it goes around. But when John saw him, he was setting to look upon his jasper and sardis stone. Amber colors mixed the two together got amber. And an amber color around the throne. Amen. Oh, my. Oh, I, I tell you that just, we can just go on and on. Seven spirits, seven colors, seven church ages, seven ministers, seven lights. Everything's in the seven. God's perfect in seven. God works six days, seven days rest. The world exists 6,000 years and 7,000 millennium. Notice, in a half circle, half's not yet been known. Now, surely these things represent something. Now, in Exodus 23:13 and in Hebrews 6:12, God made a covenant with Himself and swore by Himself. Amen. Hebrews 13 tells us that uh, 9:13 that He swore by Himself. There was no greater to swear by when He told Abraham and Isaac. Now, he told Abraham that he'd make a covenant with him, an everlasting covenant. God, a covenant is always made by an oath, so there's nobody. You take an oath by somebody greater than you. Take an oath by your mother. Take an oath by your nation. Take an oath by something. Take an oath by God. But you can't take an oath unless it's somebody greater than you. And there was nobody greater than God. So he took an oath himself by himself. Swearing by himself that he would confirm this covenant. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh. Swear by him. He would preserve the seed of Abraham. What is the seed of Abraham to the Gentile? The baptism of the Holy Spirit. The seed of Abraham swore by himself, I'll raise him everyone up. I'll give him eternal life and place him back here on the earth. What we got to hurt? Think about. So we see him in the circle bowl of green, amber color. This greenish, what does green represent? Life. Green is evergreen. Always stays green is life. What does it mean? That God has promised, as he took an oath back there in Genesis, that he would no put the rainbow in the sky, that he would no more destroy this world by water. He also takes his oath and swears by himself 
that all the seed of Abraham he'll raise up and this world will stand all of its shaking judgments. The judgments we're going through on the future lessons we got coming will show you where this world will belch and turn into volcanics and blow to pieces and upside down and everything. But he swears by himself that he'll not destroy it. But he'll smooth her off again and put his children on here for that millennium. Oh, my. I'm watching for the coming of that glad millennium day when our blessed Lord shall come and catch his waiting bride away. Oh, my heart is longing, crying for that day of sweet release when our Savior shall come back to earth again. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for speaking to us. And as we see you placing your children into the land like you had promised, Lord, you, you said, heavens and earth shall pass away, but my word will never pass away. Father, help us, Lord, to align ourselves with your word and that your will may happen in our lives and that we may seek your word, which is the Urim and Thummim for our day, and seek your will in them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. I'll be faithful until that day. I'll be faithful until.